Welcome to episode uh, 13 of Learning 31. the Ropes. Yeah, episode 407 of Learning the Ropes. I'm dyslexic, so I, it's, I get a pass. Uh, my name is Matt. With me, as always, we got Andrew. Say hello, Sub. Andrew. What up? And we got the young lion, Tyler Ostos. Y'all ever see a dead body? Once uh, or yes. twice in my time. Was it like what? a fresh one or was it a funeral? Uh, it was uh, a funeral. Oh. So Same. one time. Well, when you, I was, Matt, did you kill somebody? No. <laughs> oh, okay. When I went, when I was in high school, but before I was at the high school where I met Birch, which is someone that me and Tyler know. Another Matthew. Yeah, just, just for Tyler to understand. Uh, I was on, on the bus on my way to school. And there was a lot of commotion, and we looked over, and someone was pointing out the window, and we saw someone, what we thought was passed out in their in their lawn, uh, in my hometown, and then uh, we later found out was dead in their on their lawn oh, in my damn. hometown. So you saw, so you saw a fresh one. I saw a fresh one. Man, I saw one that was like. Eight hours ish there. Uh, uh, apparently, he uh, this person had gone out drinking and like died. So no one has like a stand by me type story where they went out to go see that like a corpse was just all like accidental. Have you gone out to see a corpse? No, I didn't have a great childhood. I didn't have any friends who wanted to do a stand by me. <laughs> like on purpose, like you're out actively looking for dead bodies, like. You know, it's like a it's like a coming of age story. <laughs> yeah, that you're gonna force on yourselves. Yeah. Dude, what a, what a I good wanna... experience. Fuck my innocence. I should kill that bitch. Yeah. Well, speaking of dead things, hello. Uh, we have so much career to talk about. Uh oh! <laughs> spicy out the gate on that. Uh Tyler. What do you know about Marty Jannetty? <laughs> Nothing. I feel like he might be a relative of mine, potentially. But... <laughs> so we oh, have no. talked about Marty Jannetty before. Okay. Uh, it's, it's understandable why you forgot about him, to be honest. <laughs> he is one half of the Midnight Rockers, his partner in that team. Is the greatest wrestler of all time, Shawn Michaels. And his name becomes fucking infamous in wrestling. But not for good reasons, which we'll get to after the match. Now, as you might remember, the Rockers, they were a high-flying tag team uh, in the 80s and early 90s who, like, inspire tons of teams and singles wrestlers all the way to today. I could list them. Like the Young Bucks, the Hardys, etc., etc. I've done this list many times. Um, but not everything was looking great for the Rockers in the 90s, though. Yeah. Um, so they started to show dissension on screen in 1991 um, during a match between Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Uh, Shawn ended up outside the ring and... Marty Jannetty, his tag team partner who was in his corner, uh, actually picked him up and rolled in the ring to get pinned by Ric Flair. <laughs> um, 
costing Sean the match. And Sean saw this as costing him the match. Uh, but Marty thought he was just preventing Sean from getting counted out. Uh, and he just fed him straight to Ric Flair. Now, there are a few more instances of dissension. Uh, Marty gets Shawn Michaels eliminated from the Survivor Series match that year. And they argue, and they lose their tag team match to the Legion of Doom. Uh, and where they kept arguing, and they kept arguing uh, who was to blame again. This leads to the Rockers being booked to come on the Barbershop. It's another one of these uh, wrestling talk shows that we have. Uh, Produced the Barber Beefcake who's the host, uh, uh, has the, the segment is pitched to be the Rockers working out their differences and trying to decide if they still want to be a team. We're actually going to cut here to go and watch this clip. Whoa. Yeah. This is the first time we're doing a, a little, little extra backstage, uh, or not backstage, I guess, like extra full like talk show clip kind of thing. You knew he was going to do that. He knew it. <laughs> he said he knew he was going to do that need to each both other. the handshake they, and the They other need one. each other. That's what I'm talking about. I knew he was, was going to do that. <laughs> All right, and we're back from our clip. That was a cool clip. That was a cool clip. Yeah, so they don't want to be a team anymore. Seems like if someone did that to me, I probably wouldn't want to be their friend. <laughs> if a girl did that to me, I'd marry them on the spot. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you, you listening, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they clearly, uh, based on uh, Marty Jannetty running through a plate glass, a plate glass window to uh, escape Shawn Michaels. I don't think, uh, I don't think they want to be a tag team anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, I don't think so. Uh, just kidding. Shawn Michaels is an absolute dickhole. Uh, and he puts his his best friend through through a window, uh, and on screen wasn't the only place that uh, Michaels and Janetti were having issues, uh, according also to also in the bedroom. <laughs> Man, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe definitely in the locker room. Uh, oh, um, that's like a different kind of bedroom. Uh, yeah, in a way. Uh, some would say it's just as homoerotic. Um, but uh, yeah, according to Michaels, Marty Jannetty wanted to leave for... Uh, he wanted to leave the World Wrestling Federation for World Championship Wrestling, uh, WCW. Um, and Marty says it was Sean's idea. Honestly, who fucking cares? It's uh, like I, I was reading about it and they both went back and forth about... Uh, who whose fault was what in talking about potential offers from WCW. Um, but also, a separate incident, according to Sean's book, Heartbreak and Triumph, um, there was a fist fight backstage between the Rockers uh, after an inebriated Rowdy Roddy Piper, the GOAT, the absolute legend, in front of both of the Rockers just started talking about how great he thought Sean was like just just in front of Marty oh, Jannetty, no. he started talking about how he thought Sean Michaels was uh, the future of the business and this this really great like wrestler and all three of them were drunk and Marty Jannetty was like oh yeah you think Sean's so great Sean fight me right now and Sean was like That's... no 
It's kind of like when you're like with your uncle and like he tells you that he likes you more than like his own kids, but in front of his own kids. Yeah. That's kind of like what that's like. Yeah, that's a, it's a, a bit of a fucked up and funny thing to do. And he just instigates a real fist fight between Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. And now following their breakup and the, the barbershop window segment, uh, we don't see Marty Jannetty on TV until after Shawn Michaels wins the Intercontinental Championship from the British Bulldog and challenges Bret Hart for the WWE title at Survivor Series, a match we saw last week. Uh, Jannetty, upon returning, challenges Shawn Michaels for the Intercontinental Championship at the Royal Rumble. Um, and uh, in the lead-up to the Rumble, uh, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels would have uh, confrontations on the newly debuted Monday Night Raw. So this is around when Raw starts, uh, and we get a weekly wrestling television show for the first time. And most Nashville. notably, <laughs> most notably on these uh, on 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 Raw, Marty Jannetty would attempt to smash Shawn Michaels in the head with his uh, heart-shaped mirror that he would carry around to look at himself with. Oh. And uh, Michaels would actually grab his manager, Sensational Sherry, and put her in like it and like pull her in the way of the mirror smashing and then Jannetty would smash it over the over her head oh my god <laughs> that's hardcore holy shit oh yeah and so that that Honestly, inspires... that's, kind of a, that's kind of like the sigma mindset though you know oh yeah kind of a sigma uh, move no time for no time for women you're on your grind hit them with a mirror <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, but yeah, that leads to questions about whose corner Sherry might actually be in because Sean pulled her in front of a mirror <laughs> and yet also Marty Jannetty hit her with a mirror. So who knows, man? And now the stage is set. The Sleep Train Arena in Sacramento, California. Let's go to the Royal Rumble 1993 and watch the match. And we're back from the match. Back from and, the match. Uh, Tyler, what are your f- initial thoughts Shawn, right away? I mean, Shawn Michaels is a great heel. He's so much fun to watch. Like, you hate him, but you're like, eh, he's fun. I want to see him stick around, you know? Yeah. His, his whole entrance, he's just so catty, and it's great. Uh, and the match itself is, was, was fucking great. Sean has some great cells. He fucking flops like <laughs> like a ragdoll. <laughs> Though the ending was a little a little weird with the whole bit. Sherry thing. That 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 that's kind of weird. And maybe it's because it's like modern day and you're like ah, like in hindsight that that looks more fucked up. Yeah, they really make it seem like Sean might hit her, and I don't know how yeah. to feel about it. They really make it sound like he's about to beat this woman up. Yeah, well, so some kind of like post match stuff to talk about uh, in terms of like after this program is done. So at the top of the show, I alluded to the fact that Marty Jannetty's name becomes infamous in wrestling. Yes. Uh, and Tyler. you also said something about a career dying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Tyler, are you have you heard of uh, someone being called the Marty Janetti of a team before? Yes. 
So the Janetti becomes a term for the person who's the least successful and forgotten the le- the least successful and forgotten part of a tag team after they break up. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a funny feud between uh, the Miz and John Morrison when uh, they were a tag team over who was the Janetti of their team. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's just one of those terms that became it becomes like, uh, like a tr- like a normal wrestling term is this person's the Janetti of, of yeah. this team. You know, it's 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 kind of weird and fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's especially fucked up because like you'll see comments on, uh, on Reddit like uh, right now currently it seems like they're heading towards like splitting the tag team the Street Profits up. And there are people who are like, Angelo Dawkins is the Marty Jannetty. Like, and they've been saying that since, like, the Street Profits debuted. Like, and it's like, this is kind of fucked up to, like, say yeah. that about somebody. And there's, is like, oh, yeah, I see this tag team, like, one of those guys is way the fuck worse. Whoa. What do you guys like, suck? <laughs> it's like a couple, or it's like, uh. uh one, <laughs> like, we know that when you eventually break up, one of you's gonna be nothing, and the other's gonna be like, the yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Like, one of you's gonna be single forever, and one of you's gonna be fine a month. Yeah. Uh, now, I also mentioned a career dying, so. Following this was match. it the ref because he's fucking dead that ref. <laughs> yeah, he got fucking <laughs> he get fucked up. He's, he's paralyzed forever. Uh, but so following this match, uh, Sean would actually accuse Marty Janetti backstage of working under the influence, uh, and that being the reason why this match wasn't up to a standard. Uh, there's a lot of like weird huh. stuff about this match where like backstage it wasn't like really well regarded, but uh by like reporters and stuff people liked this match it's kind of like a weird thing that kind of happens there but but yeah so uh marty's uh uh accused of working under the influence and that actually leads to him getting fired following this match and uh originally the plan was for this feud to go all the way into wrestlemania and at wrestlemania it was going to be sean versus marty for the intercontinental championship again uh, but yeah, Marty gets fired. He actually comes back shortly after WrestleMania. He gets rehired after uh, Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect, conv- finally is able to convince Vince that it was just Sean being catty back- at a bitch backstage and that it wasn't actually true. <laughs> uh, but then even after that, Marty would end up being uh, leaving WWF again following a court case brought up by one Charles Austin, who had his neck broken by Marty Jannetty. Uh, and f- like, as the court case neared, they decided Marty Jannetty at WWF decided to part ways. And then uh, following that, he would like, make sporadic appearances, but he kind of just becomes for- a forgotten part of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, and so, like, uh, most of that, most of the backstage stuff, I think, it because it leads to not being able to capitalize on, like, you hear when he goes to save Sensational Sherry backstage after the match is over, uh, he goes to, like, save her from Shawn Michaels, and there's actually, like, a pretty big pop, like, 
the crowd cheers for him, but he can't like stick around to capitalize on that. And like already, even after like the, the barbershop segment, he was gone for like a really long time. And so it was just he was uh, gone for almost a year because he yeah. assaulted an officer was put under house arrest. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's kind of cool to be honest, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, it was just like I'm, this. I'm conflicted. He would he would pick up momentum, and then something outside of wrestle like outside of his, I don't want to say outside of his control because you can kind of control if you're gonna punch a cop. Uh, yeah, I mean it's really hard. I mean like, I just want to grab their gun so I get it sometimes, you know. No, I I don't blame him for punching a cop. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's not like it's kind of accepted by modern society. That you're gonna get in trouble if you do that. Well, so was pedophilia for a while. It doesn't make it right. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not punching a cop is like being yeah. a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> cut this. Cut, cut this. <laughs> yeah. um, Oof. We're gonna we're gonna get taken down by. I mean, I'm correct, but we're gonna get reported by the FBI. Yeah. You say that as though me and you aren't already on a list, Tyler. Oh my god, my FBI agent's got a whole book. God, dude, that, that, po- that poor soul. Eventually they'll knock on your door, dude. I know they will. That's the scary they'll, part, right? Like it's gonna roll happen. Up, one they'll day. roll up and be like, "Hey, like hand you papers and say like, here's this post. Uh, here's this post. We saw any any other posts like this will be taken as legitimate threats." Like. <laughs> Literally, yeah, they're gonna do that. Um, Maybe I should like, like, fake how insane I am, so that way they'll send me money, so I can buy a gun. Mm-hmm. But then I, but then, but then just buy a car with it. So it's just control, H, just control F your, your, your Twitter feed and replace communism with capitalism. <laughs> yeah, like become like a weird right winger, so that way they'll send me money to support yeah. my, my my bad acts. But then I don't do them. I just like buy coffee makers. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, all that's getting cut out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. It was, so basically, it was fun for us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So basically, Marty Jannetty doesn't get to be super over because he has to go away really quickly, and one half of a tag team returning isn't always like the guaranteed pop that returns usually are. And so Marty Jannetty showing up is like, eh? And it's not to disparage Marty Jannetty. I think he like he's pretty great in the. I think he's pretty good in this match, you know. Um, and like he was he was good in in the Rockers and everything. He just couldn't quite get all the way over. It was just through, timing. It was a yeah. timing thing for him. Um, like who knows? In a different timeline, we might be talking about. Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels in the same way that we talk about Brett and Shawn. Yeah. You know? Um, Unlikely. <laughs> Marty Jannetty out there still kind of wrestling? He doesn't, I mean, he yeah. doesn't have the charisma, though, of, like, either Shawn or Brett. Is, is, yeah. Is thing. Like, like, in any way, he, like, doesn't have the charisma. Like, sure, he's a good wrestler, but, like, the second, I mean, like, and maybe, like, some of that's kind of, like, hindsight, but, like, um... Yeah, like he lacks the charisma. He's definitely overshadowed by Sean. Yeah. And that's kind of the theme of like why the Genetti becomes a term is because 
he was always kind of overshadowed by Sean. Mm. But yeah. now let's talk about the match proper a little bit more. Um, so we we know what Tyler thinks about the finish. What do you think about just like some of the moves we got to see in that? Um, yeah. The finish I didn't like. Yeah. But and to be honest, like with this match, like I liked his his sells and his flops more than I liked his actual moves from from Shawn Michaels. And mm-hmm. I overall, I kind of felt like Janetti like was kind of unremarkable to some extent. Like I don't know, like I I didn't ever see myself being like that was a cool move. I was like, that was a cool sell, you know? Like yeah. like like the like cells felt bigger than the moves a lot of the time. Yeah, I kind of found that the match didn't really seem to have like a cohesive story. Yeah, because like it was just kind of beaten. I mean, like this, like the start of it was. Janetti getting kind of like pounded on, and then most of the match was just Sean just fucking taking it, and then the ending was weird, not yeah. paced very well. They... And they don't really like tease that at all. It just like in it like in you would think that like if the finish is having the manager involved, that they would tease like the manager more, yeah, like, walking yeah. around the ring. Like, she has the spot where she slaps Sean outright before the actual, like, finish of the match with her, or, like, the the spot with her shoe and stuff. Um, Yeah. But other than that, they didn't really do anything, like, I, I, I found myself not really knowing why I believed she would, like, side with... Janetti up until like she slaps Shawn Michaels and I'm like okay well there it is but there wasn't like I didn't feel that there was a big rift you know um, yeah, or that it she felt like very, had it, strong feelings right it it's felt like, manufactured I mean like, I mean, which sounds dumb because like it's all manufactured but it, it felt like extra manufactured just to like make somebody feel something but it just kind of didn't hit right because you think about like the mega powers exploding which I think this Elizabeth. is like Right, Elizabeth is such a better manager than Sherry. Yeah, and like to be honest, and that like I don't like Elizabeth really, but that works better if you're gonna tell that kind of story, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think I like that kind of story, but if you're gonna tell that, you need something more like Elizabeth. Yeah, I also felt like a a thing I missed, um, was Sean spends a bunch of time working Janetti's shoulder. And it doesn't really feel doesn't like go it plays anywhere. into the match. Like it's yeah. just he does it for a while. There's not really like a bit where like you'd see now, um, or even like with Brett and stuff at the time where uh like Janetti would have to pick Sean up and then like drop him because his shoulder is like too hurt. Like you don't you don't get like that spot. It's just Sean spent some time working the the shoulder, and then like the rest of the match just happens. Yeah, and like it ends. Yeah, like it's really like how like the whole. I mean, like the whole reason why he kind of ends up getting the finisher is that his manager hits Kennedy with a shoe. You know, mm-hmm. and like I, I I don't know. It just felt it felt weird. 
I feel like the shoe should have like it's the kind of thing where it also doesn't make sense logically because Shawn Michaels is also just hitting him with a shoe. Uh huh. You know, at the end, so it's like you kind of wish it was like a like I kind of wish it was like a piece of the mirror or something that like tied it back, tied it back, stabs him to death. (laughs) Just like Um, Bobby Heenan would have wanted. But it's like it feels awkward that it's the shoe. Uh, and the hit doesn't really work that well compared to, like, if it were... It, obviously, the mirror would be, like, kind of dangerous, but, like, you know, something else that kind of yeah. maybe calls back. Because, like, the whole point of the mirror, too, was that it was, like, kind of reflecting back on, like, the... It, it was, like, a callback to the window, the barbershop window. Yeah. I, like, how you said reflecting back, and you're like, it's a fucking mirror, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that! <laughs> I'm gonna start sounding you too, too <laughs> philosophical. It's reflecting on Sean himself, and then... <laughs> yeah. But it's meant to be, a, like, a vague callback to the, to, the, to the barbershop window. Yeah. And so I would have liked to see it, like, kind of tied back together at the end, having it be something like that, I guess. But, you know, I guess, I guess he also kicks G- Marty Janetti during that, that segment. So I guess this is a callback to every single yeah. Shawn Michaels super kick is a callback to the barbershop <laughs> window. To the barbershop window. window, yeah. Yeah. And, and Marty Janetti took the shit out of that switch in music, dude. Yeah. He fucking he hit whisper in the wind off of it. That's a reference yeah. Tyler won't get. <laughs> but but Matt and and the fans know. The real ones know. But yeah, he that 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 I thought was funny. Um I didn't personally mind the shoe that much. Uh I'm working up to his sneeze. It's going to be great. <clears throat> there we go. Um but yeah, I didn't mind the shoe that much. It felt like it did feel kind of impromptu. Um, but like, I thought that, I don't know. It was kind of weird to me because like Marty Janetti grabs Sean and is like, yeah, Sherry, get all your hits in. And she like comes in after Sean had elbowed the, the referee to death. Um but yeah, I don't know. It felt like it, it did feel kind of weird, but uh, a little bit lackluster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise I thought it was pretty all right. Dude, RIP the referee. Yeah. And then Bobby Heenan choosing violence all the time. Always violence. Always violence. What a freak Bobby Heenan what? is. <laughs> what like, a what is what is a, a silly guy? Like, yeah, it's uncomfortable sometimes watching Bobby. He- or Bobby a, little, talk. a little bit. It's a he little uncomfortable. Dated he feels very dated. Yes, and that will, I promise, be a running theme of professional oh. wrestling. Is feels feeling dated sort up, of dated up until the year twenty twenty two. It feels dated still. Yeah. No, actually, it feels pretty good right now. We don't watch WWE weekly. Oh, I see. Is it? Okay. To be fair, it hasn't been that bad recently. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, aside from the Vince McMahon stuff in real life, 
I feel like it's been okay. Yeah. Anyway, with that, let's move on to the next segment. Let's talk ratings. Andrew, what do you give this match out of out of in the Meltzer scale? Uh, I think I'll give it three. I think three. Three sounds about right. Yeah, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking three stars. It was definitely not like it's not super great. Um, but it's definitely like it's far from bad. I feel like I definitely I wouldn't want to go backstage and accuse someone of uh of working that match uh under the influence. I'd be pretty. I'd be okay-ish with that with that match if I were Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Yeah, I I think I'm gonna get it. Give it two and a half. Just down the middle. Just kind of a nothing match to me. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't offensive to watch, but like pretty forgettable in the in the grand scheme of things. We I mean we mainly watched this to talk about this feud, which is very iconic, but. It's one of those weird ones where it has it's a really iconic thing that happens but it's like the iconic thing that happens is the barbershop window and not the match itself. Yeah. Tyler, what are your thoughts? Uh, meet in the middle like 2.75. It's weird. I had I had fun watching this match is the thing. Like I had fun watching it, but like I didn't love it and like it wasn't really like that like interesting and like like if the so like if it, it told like a better story i think i probably would go higher because it's still fun to watch but like it just wasn't that great so yeah. probably like 2.75 like yeah. it just it just wasn't cohesive now mr big dave andrew what do you what do you think mr big dave gave this match friend of the what? show big dave what do I think friend of the show Big Dave gave this match? Give it a 3.21. 3.21. I, I you know, 3 and a 3 and a quarter I could see maybe uh 21. Uh may, maybe like a I could see him anywhere within our range. So of, uh, of ratings. I had to like quadruple check because his rating didn't make sense to me. And I checked multiple different sources, and this is his rating for this match. Mr. Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer writes, Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty at the Royal Rumble 1993. Four stars. What? Four whole-ass stars? Four big ones. Dude. All right, Dave. <laughs> All right. Is he a fan of women being hit? <laughs> Maybe at the time. We should check that. We should see <laughs> every time. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, 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 uh. Let's not. Wait, wait. Cut that. Let's not allege that about friend of the show, Big Dave Meltzer. Uh, oh He's man. too busy. He's too busy watching wrestling. We've got some bits tonight. We've got some We've bits. We've had some bits, yeah. <laughs> and now, with that, final words, guys. Final words for tonight. Anyone got anything? Uh, 
By popular demand, go fuck yourself. The consistency is key. Go fuck yourself consistently. <laughs> Dude, come on, Eileen, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, remember to like, comment, subscribe, do all the things, and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>